Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hello, welcome to Sunday Stories. My name is Deacon Lorena and I love to share good stories with you. There is a game, perhaps you've played it, called Mother May I. It goes like this. One person is the mother who stands at one end of the room. The rest of the players are the children who stand at the other end of the room. The purpose or goal is to move toward mother. The one who gets there first is the winner. There is one rule in the game. Before anyone can move, they must ask, Mother, may I? Everyone catches on soon enough that if you don't follow the rule and forget to say, Mother, may I? You must go back and start all over again. Players almost never get away with breaking the rule. Someone almost always points the finger at them and says, You forgot to say, Mother, may I? In today's Gospel from St. Mark, the Pharisees, who oversee God's law, or rule, point their fingers at Jesus' disciples and say, They are not following the rule. The Pharisees love to identify anyone who breaks the rule. They are kind of like the players in the game of Mother May I, who love to point at anyone who forgets to say Mother May I, secretly hoping no one will ever notice when they forget. But Jesus is not fooled. He sees how they prefer to point at others who break the rule to hide the fact that they also break God's rule. Jesus believes God's rule is good and teaches us to follow it. But we can be like the Pharisees and focus on the rule too much. Love the rule too much. Let the rule become more important than God and forget the main purpose of the rule in the first place, which is to bring us closer to God. It is hard to follow the rule, and like the Pharisees, sometimes we point to others hoping God doesn't notice us when we break the rule. When we break the rule and do something selfish or unkind, it feels so good to point to someone who is meaner than we are. Like in today's Sunday story, there is a mean and selfish man. His name is Mr. Payne. He is so mean and so selfish. He is such a villain. It is fun to say, thank goodness we would never be like that. Let's listen to today's Sunday story. The Circus Ship by Chris Van Dusen. Five miles off the coast of Maine and slightly overdue, a circus ship was steaming south in fog as thick as stew. On board were 15 animals who traveled to and fro. The next day it was Boston for another circus show. The captain, Mr. Carrington, was honest and sincere. He thought that they should drop the hook and wait for things to clear. But Mr. Payne, the circus boss, was terribly demanding. He stomped up to the helm where Captain Carrington was standing and screamed, Don't stop. Keep going. I've got a show to do. Just get me down to Boston Town tomorrow, sir, by 
too. Then came a crash, an awful bash. Things flew into the air. The ship had smashed into a ledge that no one knew was there. The shattered ship began to tip, then sank without a sound. The splashing, thrashing animals swam round and round and round. The captain said to Mr. Payne, Pray tell, what shall we do? We can't just leave them here to drown. We've got to save them, too. The animals? yelled Mr. Payne. Why, sir, what are you, daft? It's me that you should rescue. Pull me up onto this raft. Now, ferry me to safety, sir, before I die of cold. Don't question me, barked Mr. Payne. Just do as you're told. Through chilly water, all night long, the animals swam on until they reached an island beach just before the dawn. They pulled themselves up on the shore, bedraggled, cold, and beat, then staggered to the village on weary, wobbly feet. The people in the neighborhood had just begun to rise, and when they saw the animals, they had to rub their eyes. They thought they saw an elephant, but wait, how could that be? And what's that little monkey doing in the cherry tree? Soon animals were everywhere and into everything. There's an ostrich in the outhouse. There's a hippo in the spring. There's a tiger in the tulips. There's a lion on the lawn. There's a python in the pantry. It went on and on. Mr. Hood was stacking wood and nearly jumped a mile when he found the alligator sleeping on his pile. And Mrs. Dottie Daly, who grew daisies by the bunch, discovered that the zebra had been eating them for lunch. And Miss Fanny Freeney found, according to the rumors, the silly little circus monkey swinging in her bloomers. But everything changed quickly, like the turning of the tide. The night the abbot's shed caught fire with Emma Rose inside. From high above the abbot's farm, the tiger saw the shed. The sight of smoke had, and fire triggered something in his head. He jumped through flames a thousand times back in his circus days, so he ran past all the people and leapt into the blaze. Then everybody panicked. Help! Help! What can we do? When from the raging fire, something burst into view. It was the most amazing sight, and everybody froze when they saw the tiger saving little Emma Rose. The tiger's risky rescue changed everybody's mind. The animals weren't bothersome. The animals were kind, and so they lived together side by side. They got along. It didn't seem like anything could possibly go wrong. Then Little Red, the messenger, came running with the word. Apparently, a circus ship had sunk from what he'd heard. The animals are from that boat. They swam in from the bay. The greedy owner wants them back. 
He'll be here any day. So the people called a meeting and they quickly hatched a plan. No animal that came ashore would sail off with that man. The next day, at the crack of dawn, a ship was at the pier. And up the lane marched Mr. Payne, whose voice was loud and clear. I am the circus owner. My ship sank in the murk. I've come to find my animals and put them back to work. He hiked until he came into the center of the town. His face was red. He scratched his head. He stood there with a frown. Mr. Payne looked high and low, but still he couldn't see the 15 circus animals of his menagerie. He ran around the alleyways. He searched the village square. He even checked a chicken coop. His animals weren't there. Mr. Payne was tuckered out. His heavy chest was heaving. Then Little Red stepped up and said, I think your boat is leaving. He ran off in a fit of rage. His ship was leaving sight, so he jumped into a rowboat and he rowed with all his might. And from that day, they liked to say their lives were free of pain. It was a happy, peaceful place upon that isle in Maine. I could hear your cheers when the animals and the townspeople outsmart the greedy Mr. Payne, and he runs off in a fit of rage. What a bad guy. What a villain. At the end of the story, the ship leaves without him. We cheer with delight when we realize this big, noisy, selfish circus bully may have to row forever. We all agree he gets what he deserves. In every good story, there is a mean person we love to dislike, a villain so nasty, he makes everyone else in the story seem so much better. A person we can point to and say, I would never do that. But wait a minute, let's ask ourselves, do we ever act even a little bit like Mr. Payne? I confess there have been times when I've done mean things. If I'm honest, there are times when I'm greedy and selfish and care more about myself than others. It feels icky to admit, but there it is. But guess what? Even though we do and say mean things sometimes, things we know we shouldn't, Jesus has a message for us. If we follow God's rule, we change inside. We become less selfish, less mean. We become kinder. This is what Jesus wants for us and for all people, including the Pharisees, including Mr. Payne. And guess what else? God sends Jesus to perfectly follow God's rule so that we don't have to be perfect. God knows only Jesus can do that. What we can do is follow Jesus, follow his example, listen to what he says and watch what he does and try our very best to do the same. And the final guess what is when we fail, when we break the rule, 
Jesus will never point at us and say, you broke the rule, go back and start all over. Instead, he will say, don't give up, follow me, trust in me. You are God's beloved child. Let us pray. Gracious, loving Jesus, guide me in your wisdom. Teach me what I should do in everything and at every hour. You alone know what I need. You alone are the path. Show and teach me how to walk it. Keep me in mind, body, and spirit. I give myself to you. Amen. Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.